It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Matt Wehmeyer joined this week by Adam McKelvey, MLB.com Brewers reporter. And Adam, we, uh, thank you very much for the time today. And what we're kind of doing today is more of a lighthearted look at spring training because I think we're all kind of guilty of this, whether we're a, a fan or in the media or both. Uh, if a guy has a couple good games at the plate, he's going to be the next budding superstar. If another guy struggles for a couple games, he's going to lose his spot on the 40-man roster. There's so many overreactions uh, this time of year. That's what makes it fun uh, before things get uh, serious, so to speak, uh, once opening day comes around. So, Adam, with that, let's kind of start here with our spring training rundown. In your eyes right now, the most impressive minor leaguer in camp who fans believe is obviously on the fast track to Cooperstown with the way he's playing. <laughs> well, I'll give you one. The Brewers' top prospect is a really great shortstop, Orlando Arcia. But they have another one on the list, Yadiel Rivera, who in the span of two games over a weekend hit go-ahead ninth-inning home run, which is not supposed to be his style. He's a defense-first guy, not known for his bat at all. But he has kind of jumped up. And look, he's got a legit shot at making this team on the bench so it's a good first impression for him. But I, I think, you know, after big home runs like that, he is clearly the next Derek Jeter. Oh, of course. You know, I mean, it's obvious he's going to be on the fast track to enshrinement one day with the way he's playing. And, again, that's what makes spring training spring training. Uh, the fans get to have these reactions to the new guys that, that perform well. Let's just hope he keeps it up. And, and maybe one day that becomes a reality. We will see. Uh, Adam, on the other side of the coin, though, there's always, you know, a couple guys, whether it's a, a veteran, a star player, they're not swinging the bat that well, and fans start to worry, oh, my God, is he getting old? Is, this, is it this? Is it that? So is there is there somebody in camp right now that fans are irrationally concerned about? Uh, yes, and I, you know what? It's not a player in Brewers camp, but the biggest story down here has been this Hank the Dog conspiracy oh, yes. where – you know, I'm sure you have been all up to date on this. I think it was the lead to 60 Minutes this past Sunday. <laughs> Hank the dog is uh, appears a lot different than, than when he showed up two, two years ago. Some fans had a little fun with it on a blog, and this thing went completely crazy. My phone blew up with texts and emails. My own mother is concerned that Hank the dog died and was replaced with a fake Hank. Oh, and the geez. Brewers called a press conference in Milwaukee, seriously, in order to prove the authenticity of Hank, complete with microchip readings, dental records, and an affidavit from a doctor saying that, yes, indeed, this is the same dog. So it's way too early to get worried about the players uh, with spring training performances, but Hank has certainly dominated the concern. We were in A's camp the other day and visited our old friend Chris Davis, who was traded right before spring training, and I kid you not, one of the first things he said is, what's this here? I, what's this I hear about rumors about Hank being dead? <laughs> so we were able to assure him and the rest of the world, Hank is alive and well. It's the same dog. 
He just moved to the suburbs and got plumped. So, so this whole thing went total conspiracy theory for a while with fans that they they actually thought this was a, a different a different dog. Full blown. This was this got the dead spin treatment. This was all over MLB.com. This was local news coverage. This was a worldwide phenomenon. There's so. something about this dog, Matt. You know, this, this dog uh, walked up one morning in 2014. I can't explain why it became such a sensation. It was on the Tonight Show. It was on Kimmel. It was on all the, you know, the Today Show. All these different outlets got a hold of this story when he first came and the Brewers took him in. There, I, there is something. I mean, there is something magical about this dog. As stupid as that sounds, so there was legit concern when uh, you know fans pointed out that he looks a lot different. But you know what? He hasn't been rolled over by a car in the last month, so of course he looks different. Well, sure. I mean, he's looking different, but different for the better, of course. So I understand the fans' concern, but it, but again, you've got to, you know, like you said, he's not getting rolled over by cars, so so that certainly is a plus in his column. But I'm glad that the saga of Hank the Dog seems to have come to a, I don't want to say a conclusion, because he's still amongst the living, thank goodness, and he's still a part of the Brewers team. So... That is good, and like you said, it's still too early to get concerned about the players, but in terms of, of canines and that species, we're good there. So, Hank the dog, hats off to you. We're glad you're okay, and that is certainly good news coming out of Brewers camp. Uh, Adam, moving on. <laughs> and we could talk about Hank the dog all day, but let's talk about uh, something I'm dying to get your uh, feedback on. What so far has been the biggest spring training bromance in Brewers camp? Well, this one is easy. I mean, the Brewers have the ultimate bromance in their bullpen between Will Smith and Jeremy Jeffress. They go way back to the Royals days uh, in, in, in camp. Uh, Will Smith was sent on to double-A. Jeffress started in the big leagues, didn't go very well, and got sent on to double-A. And, and they became close friends because Will Smith gave them a little bit of uh, tough talk about, you know, look where you are and where you were, and you need to get back there. And they became really good friends. The Brewers have done a lot of stuff. Uh, with this, they they pose. Uh, they've done some photos on social media as as best buddies, and they are pretty much inseparable. It's kind of hilarious. Even at their fan fest, uh, you can't see one without seeing the other. They did an epic lip sync battle with Will Smith taking the crown after a, a vote of the fans. They performed to some Adele together, some uh, Whitney Houston. It was quite a scene. Those two are. Um, very much connected. And look, from a baseball perspective, now they're both going for this closers role with K-Rod traded away. They say that the, this will not impact the friendship. They're both rooting for each other. And it's going to be performance that's going to dictate which one gets the closers role. But those are going to be key guys at the back of the bullpen. Yeah, no question. And if nobody else has thought of this, can I propose a, a moniker for this bromance? Could it be, of course, Will Smith being the Fresh Prince? Could it be the yeah. Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeffress? Will that work? I, uh, that, that is very good. Uh, you are not the first to suggest that I'm ah. sad to say, but I, I'll, I'll give you credit nonetheless. All right. Well, you know, half credit, at least I'll, I'll take that, but good to see that there's a bullpen bromance going on and two guys, like you said, competing for a very important role on this team, pushing one another and hopefully good things emanate from that as spring training, uh, wears on. And of course, uh, Adam, uh, Will Smith has had a hand in what has been another, you know, we talked about Han Hank, the dog. Another viral sensation with this team, obviously, minor leaguer Brett Phillips and that laugh. Uh, we all saw the clip where Will Smith uh, peppered Mr. Phillips with his mom jokes, getting Brett to laugh. I got to think <laughs> yeah. that's been the just the marquee funniest moment uh, in camp thus far. Do you agree? 
Uh, totally agree. It is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Sadly, Brett Phillips came down with an oblique injury, and he's been out for a little bit. And they've been trying not to make him laugh because he's hurt. He says he hurt it throwing and not la- You know, the, obviously the first question was, did you get hurt doing this shtick? <laughs> and he says, no, it came in a throwing drill. Uh, so they've been trying to keep calm. But I'll tell you, as we're talking here in the clubhouse this morning, there were a couple pretty good ones. And you just, if, if you have not, if someone is listening to this and has not seen this clip, if there's one or two people on earth, or, or at least one or two baseball fans on earth who haven't seen this, go look now. It's, the most bizarre, insane thing you've ever seen. And if I'm a catcher against Brett Phillips, I am keeping a little joke book in my back pocket. When he comes up to the plate in a close situation late in the game, I'm pulling out my best knock-knock joke to see if I can get him to double over. That's a, That would be a pretty good strategy by the opposition, hopefully one that uh, they don't they don't think of. But like you said, I mean, when I, when I first saw the clip going into it, I was a little skeptical thinking, I, I've heard – offbeat laughs before and they're good for a chuckle but <laughs> i wasn't ready for that i mean was it was yeah. anybody was that your reaction too well it, it, yeah exactly and they discovered this in the clubhouse and and again for those who haven't seen it it's doubled over right eye closed for some reason and he locks in this permanent screen looking thing and gasps for oxygen it's 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 like i said it's insane um, they, they had him going, you know, then it became sort of a game for the rest of the team and there's no cameras in the clubhouse. So you can't really, you know, it, it was impossible to capture. And on photo day, a local Milwaukee television reporter was down, got this thing when Phillips was outside, got it on, uh, on video, posted it to Twitter. And it was sort of off to the races with this joke, but it's, it still has become sort of a sport in this Brewers clubhouse is who can get Phillips to laugh. And uh, as he gets a little better with this oblique injury, I think we're going to see it come back. Yeah, I, I hope so. I certainly hope so for the benefit of mankind. Uh, now, is it a thing <laughs> where do you have to make him laugh or can he do this on demand? No, you have to make him laugh. Um, and so it, it, it grows. They, these guys have figured out ways to kind of make him giggle. And then if you look at him hard enough and egg him on enough, it grows and grows and grows, and all of a sudden he is paralyzed in this position. Today I watched a bowl of cereal grow into mush because he couldn't get through it because the rest of the team was all over him trying to make him laugh. Oh, tremendous. Uh, great stuff. And you know, like laughing you said, is good for the soul, and if, that's, yeah. if, if laughing is good for your health, Brett Phillips is going to be healthy again very soon. And he'll live to be about 400, you know, if he keeps it this rate, if that is indeed true. Yeah. Uh, terrific stuff there from Brett Phillips. And like we're both saying, uh, if anybody out there, if you're one of the two people on earth who has not seen this clip, do so immediately and, uh, your life will be enriched for it. I can promise you that, uh, Adam, a couple more here, uh, down the stretch, uh, any interesting sound bites given by any players to the media thus far, anything that stands out? Well, I'll tell you one that does. And, and just to be serious for a moment, uh, Ryan Braun, when he reported, we're talking to him about this team and about the rebuild, and he's going to be a different role, and it's the, the franchise is in a different place as it's been for a long time uh, after competing for a number of years. And Ryan Braun insists that this team is going to be better than you think. Um, we'll see if that's true. We'll see if that's just spring training optimism that takes over a lot of times. But he has looked around. He likes some of the arms that they have in the rotation. He likes some of the young hitters that they've got. And he is uh, convinced that this team is going to surprise people. I don't think that 
he's not predicting a, a, a postseason appearance or anything like that, but he's just he said they're going to be better. So I have that kind of earmark. I'm curious to see how it plays out, and we'll see what he has to say at the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've seen it before where guys, you know, they – they talk tough in spring training. It's it's sometimes dismissed, but it could be one of those cases where, you know, you sleep on a team like this and they come out of nowhere and surprise you. So maybe the Brewers are that team in 2016. Time will certainly tell. Uh, Adam, so far, any uh, unexpected developments in camp, whether it's a, a guy who's we, – we touched on this a little bit already, but a guy who's performing better than you thought or, or a position battle, anything along those lines? Well, not, not that this is a surprise, but, you know, the position battle that stands out here is center field where the Brewers have legitimately nine guys that they're taking a look at for center field. I, I haven't done my research, but I can't imagine that there is another camp battle in Major League Baseball as wide open as this one. And, you know, those nine, that includes Brett Phillips. He's probably going to the minor leagues. But there, there is legitimately five, six, seven guys who could play center field for this Brewers team. It's Kirk Neuenheist, the former Met. It's some uh, former top prospects who they brought in. Reimer Liriano is a guy, a former top 100 for the Padres. Uh, Keon Broxton, a player they got from the Pirates that are new to the Brewers, new to the Craig Council and these coaches, and they are going into this, Craig Council says, with a wide open mind, and they're going to pick the guy who they think best fits. So, that's something that's different. Uh, you look at last year, the Brewers came to spring training really with all eight positions set, all five spots in the rotation set. And once Francisco Rodriguez made his usual mid-spring arrival, uh, the closer was set. So there were like zero camp battles here last year. This year it's completely different, and I think center field is the most emblematic of that. Yeah, a lot of interesting storylines, a lot of interesting uh dogs hank the dog specifically a lot of interesting laughs in brewers camp very entertaining with the club right now adam mccalvey is on top of everything uh adam very entertaining talk we thank you a lot and uh we will talk to you again next week thanks so much all right sounds good to me all right matt waymar signing off for mlb.com extras milwaukee brewers MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.